Episode 5, December. Let's talk about that. It's the start of December and the end of the year. Strange, really, when you think these two things are so different and they have so much in common. It's called December. I've always loved the idea of Christmas. Christmas lights, Christmas movies, the Christmas tree, Christmas parties, Christmas cookies, and, of course, Santa. However... I do have some contention for the holiday as well. I find the endless onslaught of commercialism overwhelming, as most people do. Of course, the company that comes up with a new Chia Pet every year seems really strange to me. I always ask myself, do people really buy them for holidays? And that jingle comes on. I really do dislike that jingle. And then I think, how long do these things last? The retail parade of crap they sell on TV, Black Friday shopping, guilty feelings some have from expectations they put on themselves, it can and is a little too much. It brings out the worst in some and the best in others. It's like the Bipolar Express. I find my judgmental side ramps up during this time of year. Like when I hear about people who have told their kids Santa's not real. That's a dick move. Or when I drive through my neighborhood, I find myself asking, Hey, where's your Christmas lights? Of course, the people who drive worse during the holiday seasons because they can't manage their stress, their inability to tell time, or they just make too many commitments. And then all those parking lot gladiators as they jockey for parking spaces and forget their manners. And yes, most of all, The people that have to verbally humbug Christmas for 23 days every year. They're not using their indoor voice either. I put up our Christmas tree the weekend after Thanksgiving. Most of my shopping is done by that time. I put up the lights in October when the weather is nice, but I don't turn them on till after Thanksgiving. Shopping's pretty easy, really. It's only for my partner usually, and I start sometime around September. The hardest part for me is not giving them to her before Christmas. When I was young in Michigan, it was about Santa, snow, sledding, cross-country skiing, hanging out with old friends, drinking around a fire in the woods, and of course, getting presents from my parents. We had a super badass aluminum Christmas tree. I can remember getting the two boxes out. The tree box was taped up on the sides holding it together. The tape had kind of turned yellow from all the years it had been on there. Opening the tree box and reaching down to the bottom and pulling out these two round three-inch wooden dolls, spray-painted silver, putting them together. Next, putting those in the stand and then sliding the branches out of their wax-coated tubes, looking for color tips on the end of the green-painted wire of each branch to shove into the round silver-painted doll rod with the corresponding color. Of course, best of all was opening the color wheel, setting it up, plugging it in, and then going outside to watch the amazing light show in our own living room window. When I moved to the West Coast, things changed. First and foremost, no snow in Southern California. My family didn't live there, and I had to make all new friends. It was all good, just a 
just an adjustment. I don't remember much about Christmas there. However, New Year's was another thing. After all, I was in my 20s. How could it not be? One year, around 20 of us decided to go to a New Year's dinner together at a hotel in Anaheim. I think it was like $40 each for dinner and champagne. One of the girls made the reservation with her credit card. We all met there. We started drinking around 8. By midnight, we were plowed. I remember a few of us sneaking into an empty banquet room and snorting coke with one of our waiters. Some of the girls were just snorting coke off their salad plates. At any rate, we stayed till around 1. The bill came. Dinner included one bottle of champagne for every six people at midnight. We didn't know that. Which would have been around four bottles total. We drank 18 at the price of 35 each. Let's do the math. 20 people, $45. Dinner was 800 An additional 630 for the extra champagne. Total around 1430 The tip 15%. It came out to about $1,700. They ran her card when they made the reservation. They brought the bill and we decided, holy shit. Two or three at a time, they got up from the table until the table was empty except for me and one other guy. It was a holiday dine and dash. A few days later, the hotel contacted her and we had to come up with the money or they were going to call the police on her and we weren't going to have that happen. I volunteered to drop off the money and apologize. The manager said we were the talk of the hotel. I told him we thought all the champagne was included, and of course I said I was sorry, and I handed him the additional money. When I moved to Portland, there was an occasional day where I could see snow on Mount Hood, and it didn't really snow in Portland when I moved here. It had change of seasons, and that itself made it feel more like Christmas. I started Jesus Presley back in 1996. After a few years, I thought, What a great group of talented people in the band. We should record a Christmas record. I love Christmas music. At first it was met with a little resistance, but after everyone thought about it, they all warmed up to the idea. I had a meeting with Tim Ellis. He was in charge of one of the best studios in town. He was amazing and ended up being my mentor and my friend after many years. I explained what I wanted to do, and he was excited to be part of it and help me. We had a few meetings. Tim was a wealth of information and experience. He introduced me to Dave Friedlander, an engineer at the studio. Dave had worked with Prince at Paisley Park, and we just hit it off right away. We did our pre-production meetings, and he picked the vibe up of what I was trying to capture and was totally into it. Dave is an amazing engineer and and just an amazing person. Whitehorse Studios was by far a Class A studio. After going over the cost, it was clear it was going to run around 11000 for the studio time, mastering, and to press CDs. I had some money, some in the band fund, still short. So I sold my Frank Zappa vinyl collection to cover the rest. It was well worth it. I was more excited to produce my first real Christmas record than you can even imagine. Record on two-inch tape, 
have a couple of the most talented professionals in town help me to do so, and a group of people who were just amazing musicians. Here it is, the middle of July, and we started recording Christmas songs. I knew in order for me to get the record done in time to press CDs and distribute it, tracking, mixing, and manufacturing of the CD, it would all need to be available for shipment no later than September. It was one of the most rewarding experiences in my life. After all, how could it have not been? I think it took about two weeks in the studio to track everything and then a few days to mix it. Once that was done, the next part is where being a musician ends and the business of music starts. I liked it okay, but not nearly as much as working in the studio. Working on horn arrangements, materials, doing my vocals, producing, and helping everyone get the best performances they could. The endless hours of late night with Dave mixing was a masterclass for me. Working with Tim was an education that was priceless. To this day, it's one of the things I'm most proud of that I've ever done in my life. And it makes Christmas have a very special place in my heart. Jesus Presley played Christmas shows for years, and it was an honor to do so with so many talented musicians. It was so special and rewarding when people told me they really weren't into Christmas, but coming to see the band's Christmas show changed that. I like to believe in Santa and in baby Jesus. All in all, remember, be a good human, enjoy the holidays, and do the best you can. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away is the bluebird Here to stay is the new bird He sings a love song and we move along Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman Then pretend he's Parson Brown He'll say, I am married, we'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire As we dream by the fire To face unafraid plans that we made Walking in a winter wonderland Eskimo way, walking in a winter 
tri-legged way, the Eskimo way, walking in a winter wonderland. 